the mere fact that we were born of woman makes us a child of God. And that status as a child of God, as sons and daughters of the Most High, that status alone elevates us to the place of worthiness. Welcome back to another episode of Daily Neville. I am your host, Josiah Brandt. Daily Neville is all about breaking down the teachings of Neville Goddard, making them easy to understand, easy to digest, easy to apply in 20 minutes or less. Today, we are continuing with the book titled Your Faith is Your Fortune. And this is the chapter titled I Am He. Now, this is the second episode on this chapter. So if you missed yesterday's episode, you may want to start there because in this episode, we're going to go deeper. So far in this chapter, we've been talking about occupying the state of power, the operant power, the power that is the knowledge that it is our own consciousness that is outpictured to create the reality that we live each and every day. We're going to continue with Neville's words here, and he is talking about the light of the world crystallizing into the form of my conception of myself. And of course, as we know, our consciousness, our I am awareness, is the light of that world. Continuing with Neville's words. Now you will realize why Jesus sanctified himself instead of others. Why to the pure, all things are pure. Why in Christ Jesus, the awakened consciousness, there is no condemnation. Awake from the sleep of condemnation and prove the principle of life. Stop not only your judgment of others, but your condemnation of yourself. Hear the revelation of the enlightened. I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus Christ that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that seeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. And again, happy is the man who condemneth himself not in that which he alloweth. Stop asking yourself whether or not you are worthy or unworthy to claim yourself to be that which you desire to be. You will be condemned by the world only as long as you condemn yourself. We're going to start there. Neville says, stop asking yourself whether or not you are worthy. Now, for many of us, this may not be a conscious thing that we do. We may not find ourselves consciously asking, am I worthy to have this state of being? Am I worthy to wear this consciousness, this self-concept? This may not be a conscious question that we're asking, but for a lot of us, it is asked subconsciously. Why is that? Because in the programming of the world, and for a lot of us, the programming that we were raised with, we are constantly told that we are not enough. In fact, if I could point to one lie that is told very consistently across human civilization today, it is the lie that humans are not enough, that you are not enough, that any of us are not enough. When in truth, by mere right of birth, the mere fact that we were born of woman makes us a child of God. And that status as a child of God, as sons and daughters of the Most High, that status alone elevates us to the place of worthiness. It is simply a matter of claiming that and allowing all condemnation of self and by very nature of the idea of allowing 
all condemnation of self to subside, we must also stop judging others. This is one thing that stands out to me about Neville's teaching. In all of his lectures, in all of his books, everywhere that he is speaking, you never see him condemning another. He observes that another is in a state, but he never condemns the other for being in that state. He speaks of hanging out with thieves, pickpockets, fraudsters, conmen, harlots, and he speaks of these people as being friends of his. Saying that, he does not condemn them, but rather accepts that they're in a state. This is shocking, perhaps, to some, but also very revealing of the state of Jesus Christ, which I believe in many ways Neville was exemplary of throughout his time on earth. The state of Jesus Christ, it says, even in the Bible, it says, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. In the state of Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. That means dropping all judgment of others. All states are perfect, exactly as they are. All states are part of the eternal structure of the universe, as Neville teaches us. And therefore, all states are good and very good. Now, what that does not mean, it does not mean that we should treat others in a way other than how we would want to be treated. So in no way is this an invitation to suddenly forget that all others are simply ourselves pushed out and to break the golden rule. It's not what this is about. But this is about liberating ourselves from false conditions placed upon us by so-called moral judgments of others or the opinions of others. In truth, when we hold our own power and we are sovereign in that way, it is only our own selves that we are accountable to. It is only the law of consciousness itself that we are accountable to. We are not accountable to the laws of men. Now, many of the laws of men are designed in a way that reflects the golden rule. And that's why most of us who are in the state of Jesus Christ, we consider to be law-abiding people. But it is not because they are laws that we abide by them. It's because we are held to and observe a higher law. And that is a whole nother dimension of the truth which sets us free. Continuing with Neville's words, he says, you will be condemned by the world only as long as you condemn yourself. You do not need to work out anything. The works are finished. The principle by which all things are made, and without which there is not anything made that is made, is eternal. You are this principle. Your awareness of being is this everlasting law. You have never expressed anything that you were not aware of being, and you never will. Assume the consciousness of that which you desire to express. Claim it until it becomes a natural manifestation. Feel it and live within the feeling until you make it your nature. Feel it and live within the feeling until you make it your nature, until you know it so intimately that you are it. And when you have done that, the reflection that is the world will refashion itself to match the costume of the state of being that you wear. Here is a simple formula. Take your attention from your present conception of yourself and place it 
on the, that ideal of yours, the ideal you had heretofore thought beyond your reach. Claim yourself to be your ideal, not as something that you will be in time, but as that which you are now, in the immediate present. Do this, and your present world of limitations will disintegrate as your new claim rises like the phoenix from the ashes. Be not afraid or dismayed by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. What this means is, you do not fight against your problem. Your problem will only live as long as you are conscious of it. Take your attention away from your problem and the multitude of reasons why you cannot achieve your ideal. Concentrate your attention entirely upon the thing desired. This is what Jesus meant when he said, leave all and follow me. Leave all of the reasons of the world about why you can't be what you desire to be. They're but illusions. They're falsehoods. They're lies. There is no reason that can overcome the power of I am. There is no earthly reason that can handle the power of I am. The power of I am can overcome any earthly reason. In the face of seemingly mountainous obstacles, claim your freedom. Claim your freedom. The consciousness of freedom is the father of freedom. It has a way of expressing itself, which no man knows. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. I am the Lord. I am. Your consciousness is the Lord. The consciousness that the thing is done, that the work is finished, is the Lord of any situation. Listen carefully to the promise. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. With you. That particular consciousness with which you are identified is the Lord of the agreement. He will, without assistance, establish the thing agreed upon on earth. Can you, in the face of the army of reasons why a thing cannot be done, quietly enter into an agreement with the Lord that it is done? Can you? Now that you have found the Lord to be your awareness of being, become aware that the battle is won. Can you, no matter how near and threatening the enemy seems to be, continue in your confidence, standing still, knowing that the victory is yours? If you can, you will see the salvation of the Lord. Remember, the reward is to the one who endures. Stand still. Standing still is the deep conviction that all is well. It is done. 
no matter what is heard or seen, you remain unmoved, conscious of being victorious in the end. All things are made by such agreements, and without such an agreement, there is not anything made that is made. I am that. I am. In Revelations, it is recorded that a new heaven and new earth shall appear. John, shown this vision, was told to write, It is done. Heaven is your consciousness, and earth its solidified state. Therefore, except as did John, it is done. All that is required of you who seek a change is to rise to a level of that which you desire, without dwelling upon the manner of expression. Record that it is done by feeling the naturalness of being it. All that is required of you, rise to the level of that which you desire. Dwell upon the manner of expression by feeling that it is natural. Now, for those of us that have been trained to believe only the evidence of our senses, this feels unnatural to do this. But this is what is required if we are to operate the law of being, the law of consciousness. And this is why it is suggested that we enter that state of floating, where we disidentify from our present identity, from our present state, from our present problems, and return to that faceless, formless awareness of simply being, I am. And in that state, we begin to claim our victory by assuming that we are. And that is making that agreement with the Lord God, that is making that agreement to outpicture by moving into that new state. And this is how we claim our victory. And I love what Neville says here. He says, the reward is to the one who endures. Remain unmoved. Stand still. Remain in the deep conviction that all is well, it is done. This requires an exceptional amount of bravery. And this is why the people who are on this path, I lovingly refer to as Goddards. Goddards. If you look up the etymology of the name Goddard, it loosely translates to brave God. So when I refer to you all as Goddards, this is not a term of endearment to Neville specifically, but rather a shout out to really the etymology of the name which Neville was given when he was born. Goddard, brave God. It is a brave God who stands unmoved in the face of what seems to be mountainous obstacles and claims with authority that it is done. Except as John did, it is done. And you know that it is done by recording the feelingness of naturalness. Neville continues, here is an analogy that might help you see this mystery. Suppose you entered a theater just as the feature picture was coming to an end. All that you saw of the picture was the happy ending. Because you wanted to see the entire story, you waited for it to unfold again. With the anticlimactic sequence, the hero is displayed as accused, surrounded by false evidence, and all that goes to wring tears from the audience. But you, secure in the knowledge of the ending, remains calm, with the understanding that, regardless of the seeming direction of the writing of the picture, the end has already been defined. 
in like manner, go to the end of that which you seek. Witness the happy end of it by consciously feeling yourself to express and possess what you desire to express and possess. And you, through faith, already understanding the end, will have confidence born of this knowledge. This knowledge will sustain you through the necessary interval of time that it takes the picture to unfold. Ask no help of man. Feel it is done. By consciously claiming yourself to be, now, that which, as man, you hope to be. Revelations of the Law of Being and the Power of the I Am State of Awareness. This episode is activating your consciousness in this moment, and it is rich and it is deep, and there's a lot to sit with here. Claim yourself to be and stand still, unmoved, unshakable in the foundation of I Am. See you back here tomorrow as we continue with the next chapter titled, Thy Will Be Done. Until then, imagine wisely, my friends, and I'll see you in the next.